there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or... You can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. Final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Dan, that's Dan Patrick Show. Jim Beheim and his son Buddy will zoom in tomorrow on the program, as will the former great from uh, Big Bang Theory, Jim Parsons, played Sheldon on there. He'll stop by as well. The NFL announced yesterday fans will be able to attend the 2021 NFL draft in Cleveland, and it won't be like the craziness we saw before the pandemic, but the league says it can execute a live event, limited number in attendance, and I'll give them credit for what they pulled off so far. If you can give me a safe version of uh, a, a draft, I'm fine. And uh, this April, more excitement than ever. First round loaded with skilled position players, quarterbacks. Four could be taken in the first seven or eight picks. Three or four wide receivers in the top 15. You got a tight end. Going to probably be taken in the top five or six. For a lot of fans, that's all the draft is. Guys who touch the ball. A guard or a tackle, that doesn't move the needle. So get ready for a great time in Cleveland on April 29th. Even if you don't get to go in person, it'll be fun to see some high-profile players come off the board. These mock drafts, I love reading them. I don't take a lot from them because how many times does it match up where that player goes to that team? I like reading about why a player could go that high. So it's not necessarily the team as much as how you know, how high the regard is for some of these players, or maybe not as high as you would think with some of these players, with these wide receivers, quarterbacks, obviously. And I think that that's what's interesting to read when you're reading these mock drafts. 
Do I think quarterbacks are going to be taken early? Yes, I do. But I do think that these are quarterbacks who come in ready to play. Justin Fields, is Trey Lance ready to play? Uh, Mac Jones, is he ready to play? But I do know Trevor Lawrence is being brought into play. Zach Wilson being brought into play right away. These wide receivers, Devontae Smith and uh, Jamar Chase, they're ready to play right away. Penny Sewell, the offensive lineman with Oregon, ready to start right away. And that's what's interesting. Sometimes you would watch a draft, and this could be 10, 15, 20 years ago, that player wouldn't get a chance to play right away. Now you're being brought in, and you're on the clock. You have like three years at the most at some of these positions to prove if you're good. Philip Rivers, I remember when he came in. Eli, like you have to wait a little bit. Uh, Carson Palmer, Steve McNair. That's not the case anymore. You're ready to go. But that's because your offense is in college. They make you more adaptable, that transition, ready to go. And that's what I like reading about with the mock drafts. Do I think the Patriots are taking Mac Jones at 15? I have no idea. And nobody has any idea because the Patriots don't tell you what they're doing. Do I think a team is moving up in the first round? I've said that the last couple of days. And that's because I have a source saying this. And I don't know if it's his team, but there there's a team that is an outlier who's moving up and probably moving up to draft a quarterback. You might have a team move down, but there's definitely going to be a team that is going to at least try from what I'm told to get into the top five because they know that there'll be a run on quarterbacks and probably for the first six picks, for the first seven picks are going to be quarterbacks. Yeah, Paul. And like you said, we don't know. We won't know until draft night because nobody saw Blake Bortles with Jacksonville. Remember, they didn't interview him. They purposely didn't fly him down. Yeah. Nobody talked about Trubisky. We were, we were, I remember watching that draft, and when the Bears drafted, uh, traded up, everyone said moments before, they're getting Deshaun Watson. I can't believe they're getting Deshaun Watson. And then Trubisky's name is uttered. And that's the great mystery, because if you have a mystery, a secret, why would you share your secret? It doesn't make any sense. Now, there's a lot of misinformation, a whole lot of misinformation, because if you send that information out and then all of a sudden other teams hear that information, although they should know better. But when somebody says, hey, a source close to me is telling me, I'll go back to what was going on with Carson Wentz. I told you they weren't getting any calls. It didn't mean he wasn't going to get traded. I never said that he wasn't going to get traded. But there weren't any calls. But then all of a sudden, hey, I'm hearing there's multiple teams interested in Carson Wentz. Well, I trusted my source. They were trying to drive the market. How do I drive the market? Got a couple of teams interested. Now, if you would have said the Bears and the Colts were interested, I would have said fine. But I never heard that. I'm not used by these teams where you go, hey, can you help me on a little bit here? If that was the case with Philadelphia, I don't know. But that is what I was told. Philly's just trying to drive the market up here for Carson Wentz. And the Colts, they were prepared to draft a quarterback in this year's draft. They were prepared to draft a quarterback in the previous draft. As I told you, a source said they were going after Jordan Love. And that's why the Packers went up and got him. Because they didn't know what they were going to be doing at that position. And now you get Carson Wentz. But 
you know, they went from Jacoby Brissett as their starter in 2019 to Phillip Rivers as a bridge quarterback. Rivers retires. They were in the market for another starting starting quarterback. And what their first priority was, was drafting a quarterback of the future. They had the 21st pick overall. And then they ended up trading that to get Carson Wentz, the former number two pick overall. But, I mean, that's how it works. It's you, you think that it's etched in stone, but it's all fluid. Once that night starts, it is fluid. That team does this. Wait, they did what? That team came up and got this guy. And then what's that do for your draft, you know, your big board that you have, your philosophy, getting the best player. We got to get that or it's a need pick. You know, that's where it's really, really tricky for these teams. And that's what I love watching and love reading. Um, I don't hold these guys accountable and say you got four out of, you know, the first round correct. I just want to know how many players did you say were going in the first round went in the first round? Kyle Pitts, you know, at Florida. Is he going top five? Okay. Is he going to go to Cincinnati? Is he going to go to Atlanta? I don't know. But is he going in the top five? All right. I find that intriguing. But when you start to see these guys slip, and then we it's, it's as if we have a negative, we have a knock on the player. He hadn't done anything. He, he's, he didn't have a mock draft. Mitchell Trubisky didn't ask to be number two pick overall. I mean, so I can't, like I can blame him that he didn't play well, but if he's a second round pick, we look at Mitchell Trubisky differently. They traded up to get him. It, it's the mock draft guys who, who, you know, get this information and they put him up there or that guy's slipping. He didn't, he hadn't played in, you know, five months. He's slipping. I'm here and he's slipping. This guy's moving up. Well, when I heard that guys were moving up, it's that the player is not moving up. The team's view, opinion of that player is moving up. That's all that is. You know, it's like when Kansas City moved up, they knew what they had. It's when are you deciding that you're going to move up? Because you have to have somebody who's willing to trade with you. That's how the information gets out. When Kansas City wants to move up, then a team may let somebody know that somebody's trying to move up. Because why? You want to get another team interested in maybe moving up as well. And that's where I got wind of what Kansas City was doing with Patrick Mahomes. The other team talked about it privately, so-called. Yes, Paul. You could go back and find this stuff, too, that proves your point. If you go back to October of 2019, there's a bunch of mock drafts, and it says, Kyler Murray rising up. Could he be a top 15 pick? Yeah. That was the coverage of Kyler Murray in October. Three, Four months later, he's the number one pick of the draft. But yeah, yeah, McLovin. He'd probably only played like five games all together, right? Didn't he only have one year? Yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's Trubisky just interesting too. to see the development because what we thought of blank quarterback, you know, the, the BYU quarterback, look at the October mock drafts. Nobody's got him in the top ten. Well, he wasn't even the starter going into this year. He was he was competing to start, I believe, this year at BYU. Yeah, McLovin. By the way, the one team, I don't have any science on this, but the one team out of 32 that the mocks always get wrong is the Patriots. They never, I've never seen anyone predict their pick. So that's why I think Mac Jones can't go there. But that's why when you hear information about the Patriots, I disregard it. 
because Bill doesn't tell anybody anything. He's been doing this a long time. And he can take inventory of who he tells something to. And it's probably not a long list. He might tell his son and his dog, and that's it. And not in that order. He'll sit down, have a beer, talk to his dog, Nike. Uh, Think about taking uh, Mac Jones. Uh, Don't you tell anybody. Here, here's a treat. Yeah, Paul. Do you know what I really miss? This is going to be deep, but uh, Mel Kuyper used to say what he would, what they should do, yeah. not what they're going to. Mel Kuyper has a new mock draft that came out an hour ago, and he's got uh, Kyle Wilson, a BYU quarterback, going number two to the Jets. He doesn't believe that's what they should do. He thinks they should take uh, the, J- Justin Fields. And he said that. He goes, I think they're going to do this. They should do this. Yeah. Mel used to tell the teams what they should do. But he kind of invented the concept. Yeah, I do like that. Because it's it's one thing of what you think they'll do. It's another thing what you think they'll do. Yeah, McLevin. But then, you know, anybody can say anything. There's no, like, like I could come out and say they should take this. It's meaningless unless the real report is what are you hearing from teams. That's the valuable thing. But if you have that opportunity, the Jets at number two can take Justin Fields, and they can take Zach Wilson. Should they? Because if, this will come back where Justin Fields – you know, might turn out to be a better pro than Zach Wilson. So I like that Mel says if, if there's a possibility that you could take somebody, then you don't. I find that interesting. If you said the Bengals are taking Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida, instead of Penny Sewell, the offensive lineman in Oregon. Right. Okay, we can have a discussion with that. If Pitts develops into something special and you take Sewell instead, like to me, there's no wrong answer here with Joe Burrow. I would take Sewell if I thought he was the best offensive tackle to protect my franchise here. But if you're going to, I can also protect my franchise by getting a tight end as great as Pitts is. But I think it's hard for the media to compete with the actual NFL teams. They have a whole other layer of information on these guys. So if you say the Jets are making a mistake by taking Zach Wilson over Justin Fields, we don't really know what they know. Well, they have more information. That doesn't make them more correct. No, it should though, in theory. But it doesn't. I mean, how many times these teams... With all of this information, we don't have any of the information the Bears had when they took Mitchell Trubisky, but we all reacted the same way. What? The jo- Daniel Jones with the Giants. We didn't have any of their information, and I think we reacted the same way with what? Now, that doesn't mean he can't turn out to be great, Daniel Jones, but Mitchell Trubisky, we were correct about. We went... What? Yeah, McClellan. But we were all wrong about Justin Herbert. I mean, 90% of NFL media said Justin Herbert was inaccurate. Oh, I just didn't think he was ready to play right away. Right, right. Like I but, thought he was a great athlete. Like, guys didn't realize he was a great athlete. And I said, did you watch the Rose Bowl? Uh, I think people thought Mahomes was going to be a project. They thought that he had too much farve in him. Deshaun Watson. That we had seen the ceiling. He had done everything he was capable, and I went, but he he wins. Like, there's something, like, guys who win that I think is really important. Yeah, Paul. Tennessee Titans took Isaiah Wilson, the offensive tackle out of Georgia last year, the 29th pick. I've got the draft reviews. Another great lineman to help their running game and protect their quarterback, blah, 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 blah. You can't find a negative thing about Isaiah. He's out of the NFL. I know. In less than a calendar year. Yeah. Two teams. Yeah, he just got traded, just got released after a couple of days. So they have research staffs and investigators, and they couldn't figure any of that out. 
Yeah, McLovin. But it does seem like they, and like we can't figure out, they do seem to make the same mistakes, like measurables, yes. <laughs> overrating yes. stuff. Yes, yes. I just want to talk to you. I mean, and look, I know Johnny Manziel fooled everybody. When he was, when he was interviewed, he said everything the Browns wanted to hear. But he's a hustler. And Johnny Manziel told the Browns everything they wanted to hear, but that's not who Johnny Manziel was. Yeah, McLevin. Big uh, game on Friday for Zach Wilson. His pro day. Let's see what his stats are. I think mm. they're going to be good. <laughs> How many incompletions? Do you think he'll go like 18 for 20? If he throws, like say he throws 60 <laughs> passes, I guarantee I'll take a pie to the face if he doesn't go over 90%. <laughs> what if he's like uh, 63% on yeah. his pro day? Well, that's what I would expect out of Jalen Hurts since he completed like 50% yeah. of his passes for the Eagles. But the funny thing, Teddy Bridgewater is crazy accurate oh. in the pros, and he couldn't hit the side of the barn in I his know. pro day. I was out, Kansas out, and uh, Sweet 16, good luck with your brackets there. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, do you know what an official upset is in March Madness? You know, because if a, a nine beats an eight, that's not an upset. That's not considered an upset. Here's something I did not know. Upsets defined as a win by a team seated five spots lower than their opponent. The most upsets through the round of 32 was 10, done eight times before 2021. The record for the entire tournament is 13. That was back in uh, 2014 and 1985. Oregon's win over Iowa marked the 12th upset of the tournament. And once again, an upset is defined as a win by a team seated five spots lower than its opponent. I was surprised at that because I, I didn't know what was officially listed as or what you know designates an upset yeah it's hot i wonder if like everyone in the media knows that because i'm sure when it's referred to if a 10 beat a 7 i'd be shocked if people didn't refer to that even if it's a smaller type of upset that that would still be considered by most people an upset sixth seeded usc blew out number three kansas now is that an upset because it's six versus three they blew them out only once before, this was 85-51, only once before has a team defeated a higher-seeded opponent by a larger margin. The largest winning margin by a lower-seeded team over a higher-seeded team in NCAA history, the tournament all-time. The round of 32 back in 2000, UCLA blew out Maryland. UCLA was a 6, Maryland was a 3. Beat them by 35 points. USC won by 34 last night. The other one was uh, 1990, the great Loyola Marymount team. They were 11 seed. They beat Michigan and beat Michigan 149 to 115, a margin of uh, 34 points. The Jayhawks' worst loss in the tournament all time. Worst loss by a Kansas team at any point in Bill Self's career. Uh, a couple of phone calls here, and then we'll take a break. Uh, Tim in Pittsburgh. Hi, Tim. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Good, sir. Um, three, three bills. You were talking earlier about some of the young quarterbacks coming into the league, having to go to the right situation in order to um, bring out their best potential. Being a Steelers fan, I wanted to get your opinion or your perspective on Hoskins. Um, being young and being in such such an unstable environment, um, part was his fault and part was the 
the team he went to, but how do you think he'll he'll do in Pittsburgh with that solid organization? Well, it's just like Jameis Winston going to the Saints. Are you willing to sit and listen and learn and not think you know it all? Dwayne Haskins had one great season in college football. And Urban Meyer said, I worry about his maturity. This is his coach saying that he worried about his maturity in the NFL. And we found that out. You know, Ron Rivera, to me, is a great coach. And no nonsense. He's just asking you to be a professional. And Dwayne Haskins was not a professional. Does he want to be a professional? He may have all the attributes, may have all the talent. I don't know what's in his head. The owner wanted Dwayne Haskins. I don't think anybody else in that organization did. Jay Gruden did not want it. But you can't overrule that owner in Washington. But I don't know if Dwayne Haskins is going to go, let me learn from Ben Roethlisberger. Let me learn from Mike Tomlin. And if he does, then he's got a chance. But if not, like I was surprised that they, but they got him for nothing. And, and so maybe you just say, let's take a chance on him. And, and maybe we have our quarterback of the future. But I think a lot has to change in Dwayne Haskins' personal life for him to be a great professional. Yeah, Paul. Remember what Ryan Leaf told us after he washed out with the Chargers? He got a chance to play for Dallas. And he said if he would have accepted a backup role and been supportive, he could have had a 10-year NFL career. But he was still like, I should be the starter. And that teams didn't want to hear that stuff. You come in having been a star. And you have this ego. And if you don't have it in check and suppress it, you're, you're, you're going to be left. You're going to be left on the corner with bus fare. You know, Jameis Winston came in, number one pick, had everything. You know, had some moments where he played well. And his job was to basically sit down, shut up, keep up. That's it. Now he might have the job to start for the New Orleans Saints. And he's playing for a different kind of coach. You know, I, I, I had somebody tell me this. They said, you know, maybe you were unfair to Jameis Winston. I said, how am I unfair? Well, you, you had him playing for a coach where, you know, he, basically, uh, if you're not going to risk it, no biscuit. You know, Bruce Arians wanted you to push the envelope, push the ball down the field. And he did took chances and threw 30 interceptions playing in new Orleans will be completely different because that will not be the philosophy for Sean Payton with him. And you might see, you know, the version that people thought you were going to see with Jameis Winston, maybe, but that's what, you know, an NFL personnel person told me. So we'll see, but I would hope by proxy, you're able to absorb the work ethic of Drew Brees. And the intelligence of Sean Payton when it comes to a guy who played quarterback in college and a, an offensive-minded head coach. If it doesn't work out for Jameis Winston in New Orleans, then it's probably not. Because you got a chance to hit the reset button and you're going to be with a team that's a playoff contender, Super Bowl contender. Now it's up to him to be able to play smart. And I thought that he was very reckless. I think a lot of these guys think that they can be Brett Favre. I can go out there and just sling it. This in college. You you don't you have to throw people open. They're not wide open as they were in college. Take a break. More phone calls coming up. Back after this. 
What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion, and I have a new sports podcast called The Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, The Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who's ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DP Show for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DP Show. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. 
Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Chris Mannix will join us tomorrow covering the NBA trade deadline. Trade deadline is Thursday. He just sent out a tweet 30 minutes ago. Active teams are expecting, or at least hoping, the asking price for big ticket players Oladipo, Gordon, Barnes drops as the deadline looms. Right now, the price for all three being described as pretty high. Sounds like Aaron Gordon is on his way out. Oladipo's been mentioned at a couple of places, including Golden State. But uh, as for now, uh, I don't know. It's one of those where you, we, we always have this where we lead up to the trade deadline. We're like, oh, my gosh, there's going to be so a flurry of activities. And then there, there's nothing. The uh, Alabama running back, Najee Harris, his flight from Dallas to Birmingham was canceled last night due to lightning. So with no other travel options available, Harris drove nine hours to make it to Alabama's Pro Day by 10 a.m. this morning. He's not even working out today, but wanted to support his teammates. Stud. Thanks, Todd. (laughs) I like that. You know, if we valued running backs a little bit more, we might go, hey, I'm going to factor that in, and that's a guy I want on my team in the first round. Yes, McLovin. I think uh, Travis Etienne would have made it in eight hours <laughs> because Najee Harris, a uh, little slow. Oh, man. little slow. Okay. Is that the knock on him? Yeah, yeah. He, they're, they're afraid that he runs a really slow 40. Uh, <laughs> I want to <laughs> say. Same thing happened with Damian Harris, the guy right before him. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. What's what's well, we'll have to wait and see what Najee Harris runs his 40 in. I don't know if he's running it. I th- I think he uh I have to check, but I think a lot of guys are avoiding the 40 altogether. Well, Devontae Smith didn't even want to let you measure him. He just said, "I'm 170." Okay? I don't know if he's 6 feet. I don't know if he's 170, but he said, "That's what I am." Yeah, Paul. Uh this this is another thing measurable that bothers me. Flat-out speed is not important at all for a running back. Power, breaking tackles. You know, Derrick Henry probably didn't run a 4-3. Uh, Dalvin Cook definitely didn't run a 4-3. Jonathan Taylor, you know, these guys, Aaron Jones, they're great running backs. You run 40 yards twice a year as a running back. But what did they run their 40s in? I want to know how quick you are. Right. I, I think the first 10 yards is more important than how fast you run 40 yards. And especially, can you get off the line of scrimmage? If you're a guard and you're polling, how quick are you? If you're running back to get to the hole, those are the things that I would be really curious about. How quick are you? Uh, defensive backs, how quick do you move on the ball? Not, boy, I'm really fast. It might take me a little while, but I'm really fast. Yeah, McLevin. Wasn't Paulie just bragging about his boy Rondell Moore running a 4 Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Receivers are different. 
Uh, how about Larry Fitzgerald then? Yeah, you don't need again. You don't need it that position. If you're going to be five seven, you better be fast. If you're going to be six three, you don't have to. But like Leonard Fournette ran a four five one. Uh, uh, and, he, and he looks like he runs a four five one. Yeah, and Derek Henry, the Jags should not have taken him at number four. Derrick Henry ran a four point five four for his forty yard dash. He's a leading rusher. He looks. He runs faster though. It always. It feels like he might not be like Jerry Rice ran the famous four six forty, but. Jerry didn't get caught from behind. They're just certain guys when they run with the football, they run faster. Yeah, McLovin. But Derek Henry's 250 pounds. To run a 4.54 or 250 is pretty good, I think. Yeah. I think that's a good 40. Yeah. By the way, I can't confirm the Najee Harris will run. I just haven't seen a result. The lack of combine has really messed with these scores. No one really knows how to label them. Well, it's just completely different because you can't get your hands on these guys. Your your access to them is greatly limited now. Have you heard that teams are really, uh, you know, behind the eight ball trying to figure out all this stuff? Is it going to be a weird draft because of that? It goes back to what I've been told over the years, and that is interview, medicals, and if you have a quarterback to get him in front of the whiteboard and have him design plays. Those are the really important things uh, for, for these uh, NFL personnel people. They, they want your medicals. That's really, really important to have access to that. They want to be able to have a conversation with you. And if your quarterback puts you up on the big, you know, the, in front of the whiteboard and say, uh, going to run this, what is this? You know, John Gruden let us see that when Gruden worked for the mothership. And, uh, you know, he'd have his quarterback camp. This guy, spider two wide banana. <laughs> and then he, oh, he'd, he'd fall in love with these quarterbacks. You know, they they would tell him what they you know Johnny Manziel Gruden loved him some Johnny Manziel. Uh, let me see what do we have here Kevin in Utah Hey Kev what's on your mind Hey Dan Happy Tuesday to you and the boys I've got a stat of the day for you Unfortunately this is going to further McLovin's narrative that my Utah Jello are the most boring team in the NBA Okay. Rudy Gobert goes for 21 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 blocks last night versus the Bulls. Narrowly missing out on the first Utah Jello regular season triple-double since Carlos Boozer did it 13 years ago. Uh, Mannix is going to try to convince us Rudy Gobert should be uh, in the conversation for MVP. Yes, McLevin. Should we warn people in their car when Mannix is doing his Rudy Gobert <laughs> thing in case they fall asleep in oh. the middle of his take and drive off the road? Wow. That's cold. Uh, I just saw this. Uh, Gary Davenport of Bleacher Report says that uh, Najee Harris has run a 4-4-5 40-yard dash and a 3.7 second 20-yard shuttle. Today? I, I don't know. He just said that. Not today. So he did run. No, not but today. At one point, he recently ran that. That is, that is one of his stats that he once ran. No, this is not from today. At one point in his life, he ran a <laughs> four, four, when five. He was twelve. There. Thank you, Todd. Uh, and who timed it? I I have no idea. Fritzy just sent this to me. Blame Gary Davenport of Bleacher Report, or ask him where he got his information. I'd rather blame Todd. 
I love these pro day videos where the guys are on their clock. We got to go to one in time, guys, and see how the five of us show up. I'd like to know if you had one that is electronically timed, and then I would love to try to time it and see if what I get on my stopwatch is what they get or close to it. Because I'm watching some of these guys, and I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how quick they are on the trigger finger to stop the watch. Like uh, oh, started. You mean like a, a friendly, yeah, friendly stopwatch? Or, or you start it late and then immediately after the player runs across the finish line, you look over to your your buddy. What what, what did you get? What did, what did you get? Uh, oh, I got a, a four four seven. Uh, what'd you get? Uh, yeah, four four seven. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's McLovin. I mean, the lead scout for the NFL is I think it's still Gil Brand. He's eighty nine. So, <laughs> I've and he's great. He's amazing what he does. But it's come on, he's hitting the thing. It, well, we're we're showing uh, Rondell White, the Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore. I'm thinking of a baseball player. Uh, and you're you got these guys who are there in the front row. And he's the Purdue kid, who's who's five seven now. He's five nine during the season. He's five seven today, and uh, he looks really fast. Should we put a stopwatch on that, an actual digital clock, and time his forty? Because it, it's it's in real time. The video. Yeah, but I think if you're at the very end down there at the finish line and then you do it, like we could do it now, but it, it wouldn't be the same. I think being there in the moment, you got one shot, you know, because I mean, that that's it. You got, okay. He's, oh, oh, he jumped. I, ah, can you start over again? Yes, Paul. You know, the, the stopwatch guy, he goes for a sip of Dr. Pepper and hits it late. <laughs> he ran a three, seven, eight. <laughs> Holy God, he's an offensive lineman. Have you ever set a timer for something you're cooking? <laughs> yes. And and then like three hours later, it's it's three hours and fifty seven minutes. It's still going, you know, and I was cooking something for, you know, forty five minutes. And then you go back and you're gonna set your alarm for the, you know, next morning to wake up and it's like uh three hours and fifty seven minutes and then twenty eight seconds. And I'm go, oh my god, let the damn thing go. Uh Kyle in California. Hey Kyle. Good to have you back, bud. Hey, DP. Um, real quick on the uh, Lakers thing. I don't know if they're making a move or anything. They've, you know, I think they want to keep THT and Caruso this offseason, and it might hold them back from doing anything but, like, drumming in the buyout market. And yeah. I saw Manich's tweet last night. Yeah. DP. I can't believe you guys are going to have him on and let him actually talk about this. I already know <laughs> what he's going to say. He's going to say, you know, you've got to watch Rudy Gobert to see his impact. He alters every shot. He's blah, blah, blah. He's really tall in the paint, and he stops everybody. And their defensive rating is amazing. Can we give the MVP to a guy who doesn't make anyone on his team necessarily better except on defense? All he does is catch lobs. No defense is prepped to stop Rudy Gobert. I saw Joel Embiid go for 40 and 20 against the guy. I saw Zion do whatever the hell he wanted to against a guy. Rudy Gobert is not an MVP. He's a great player. Give him another defensive <laughs> player of the year award, and let's watch him lose in the second round, for uh, God's sake. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I got to humor Mannix. Because Mannix is available. He's a good guy, friend of the show. And uh, he, he's pro-European player, I think. <laughs> I th- th- think we could safely say that about Mannix. But Mannix is going to be on tomorrow. I'll let him make his case about Rudy Gobert. I, I just want to know 
how many MVP candidates can you have? Okay? Because you can say, okay, James Harden MVP. All right. Steph Curry MVP. Okay. Luka MVP. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Damian Lillard. Yeah. Like at some point, can we narrow it down to you can only have three MVP candidates? You want to put LeBron in there? Okay. It just feels like you can say MVP candidate and you go, okay. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you, but it feels like we, everybody's an MVP candidate. You know, marquee players, everybody's an MVP candidate. They're not. Luca was the guy that everybody picked to start the year. And I said, Luca's not winning the MVP. He can average a triple double. He's not winning the MVP. Their team's got to be good. The team is not a good team or a great team. It still feels like Joel Embiid to me has been the MVP. LeBron there for a while. LeBron out now, probably costing the MVP. But I look at LeBron as always the MVP. He's the league MVP. Damian Lillard, been great. You want to put him in there? Sure. I'm fine with that. It's just I don't take it to the nth degree where I can make a segment out of it and we are going to be back and forth yelling at each other on who's the MVP. I mean, I can. I just don't want to get to that point in my career where that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be really angry, and then you come back, and then you come back, and you're really angry. But I got I to gotta assign roles here, like homework assignments. Paulie, you got Damian Lillard. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Fritzy, I'll give you Luca. Got him. McLovin, you got Embiid. Uh, uh, what? Well, I don't think Embiid's going to come back in time. I, can I get Giannis? You can have Giannis. Yes, Paul. See, McLovin, it wouldn't work there. You have to make the case whether you believe it or not. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, you got to suspend... Suspend belief. It's anti-Lillard sentiment. Uh, Seton, you want to represent anybody? <laughs> yeah, who's left? Uh, LeBron. Okay. Yeah, you well, it. I feel like you kind of do that. Already. Yeah, I do. LeBron. You're the LeBron guy. I am a LeBron apologist. And the Harden is, you've kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. See, don't let you have Harden because I'm anti. Oh, so I could do that. Great. But if you said we were going to be on a show and we were arguing, oh, I could take Harden and convince you that Harden should be the MVP. Yeah, I feel like you could take any. Even though I don't believe it, Yeah, but I could do that. Yes. All right, let's all get rich. But, yeah. And Jokic is even odds. I don't think we've said him oh, once. We didn't even bring in Jokic. I think he's the Vegas like one-to-one odds. All right, Jokic. Sure. Because that's why I know it. I'm going to get the big German. I'll bring him in, and he can uh, represent uh, the you know the Joker there. That's why you can't yell at each other and make interesting content out of the MVP games because you got Gobert and Jokic in there. No one's going to tune in for that. Mannix is coming in with Gobert. Oh, I know you're right. We're going to test our audience's love for us tomorrow when Mannix joins us. And coming up next, Chris Mannix will tell you why Rudy Gobert deserves MVP. <laughs> Take a break. Close up shop. Last call for phone calls right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We know that quality sleep is essential. And that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one firmer or softer on each side you decide and it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well quiets their snoring so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long sleep number does everything my sleep number setting is 75 sleep number smart beds learn how you sleep they provide personalized insights to help you sleep better you will never need another bed jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 40 percent on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jim Parsons, Big Bang Theory star, great actor, and leading our Celebrity Bracket Challenge joins us tomorrow, as will Jim and Buddy Bayheim together. Paulie has this day in sports history, this day in show history. Let's go with this day in show history. Dan, I'm going to make this one a quiz. Four years ago today, this person appeared in our studio. Now, this guest has appeared probably on the show top three in total number of appearances all time. But this was his only, his one and only in-studio appearance ever. We had him on the show years ago at a remote as a golf course, which will be a hint to you, Dan. Mm. But we had him four years ago today mm. in studio. Mm. Who wants to guess? Mm. 
Yes, Todd. I'm going to guess with Sir Charles Barkley in our New York City studios. Charles Barkley's correct, Dan. Oh. He got very upset with me. That's why to this day that still stings a little bit when I went to say hi to him and introduced myself. Why was he upset? Using uh, abrasive language in, in a fun way. He goes, oh, oh, okay. I know who the bleep you are when I try to say hi, Todd Fritz with the Dan Patrick Show. So that, that I remember that being right around four years ago in the in the city. Yeah. Barkley dropped that yeah. on me. Yeah. Nobody has texted Charles Barkley as much as you have over the years. I have, I I guess, not. Right? He's been very understanding about each and every one of those. Yes, Paul. Checking my files. Charles' previous ap- appearance was the Dayton Golf Tournament for charity that you did back in Dayton mm. in oh, summer 03 where Charles flew in coach last minute. Yes, he did. To help you out. Yes, he did. Coach. Coach from Arizona. Might have been a middle seat, too. And and he didn't have any clothes. that He, he, he didn't bring anything. He just flew in for this charity golf tournament. Good dude. Uh, this day in sports history? Uh, one of my favorites of all time. 1972, Evil Knievel. Remember the great Evil Knievel? Broke 93 bones after... Successfully jumping 35 cars. <laughs> That's how it's written. <laughs> Broke 93 bones. Imagine if he wasn't successful. Wow. That was a big thing. ABC, Wide World of Sports. Like if, they, if there was a, somebody, a daredevil who could have been Elvis Presley, it was Evil Knievel. But I, he, he, you knew he was going to get hurt. The just question is, how bad? But if you haven't seen Evil Knievel, uh, go to YouTube just to see what he was doing when he was doing it. And uh, he he didn't have any – like there was nothing – there was no safety precautions it felt like. It was – and then he was going to jump the Snake River Canyon. Remember that one? I went – He's got like a rocket ship or something. Yes, Todd. And you had to get that toy growing up where you rev up this thing and it's got a ramp <laughs> and it looks so cool on TV until you try to play with it in your little apartment that it smashes right into the couch and then breaks. Uh, final results of the poll question, McLevin. Okay, if you're a Michigan fan, you want the basketball title or beat Ohio State next year, 64% said win the basketball tournament. Let's ask that in November. Yeah. When Michigan's ready to play Ohio State. And then we'll compare the results there. I'm guessing in November, there might be a different reaction from uh, the Michiganders. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Told you what's in store tomorrow. Um, go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd? We're still confused. If higher seed means you have a lower number <laughs> next to your name, would you want to be a lower seed? McLovin. Dan Dockett's not happy with Indiana's last hire of Archie Miller. Had some strong thoughts. No, not at all. And he said he called the athletic director and say, you know, we're just like everybody else. Made a mistake. He wants Steve Alford in there. I, what I'm gathering is Steve Alford's happy in Nevada. Would he want to come back? I guess. But uh, I haven't seen his name mentioned other than Dan Dockett. Seaton? Uh, I learned also from Dan Dockich that Indiana is better than Michigan at football right now. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Who would have thought we'd be saying that? <laughs> but they are. <laughs> Just the look of joy on, on Dan's face oh, when yeah. he said that, too. Yeah, yeah, big smile. Yeah, I know. great. Paulie? I finally saw the epicenter of NBA information, Adrian Wojnarowski's third floor <laughs> attic. <laughs> but did you notice that his feed went down because <laughs> maybe he was letting us behind the curtain and yeah. we got to see... Everything that it's like he had little NBA elves up there, you know, that, that helped him. Yeah. The Wizard of Oz. 
Uh, Todd, what did I learn on today's program? You've come to the conclusion that we need to narrow down the MBA MVP candidates a little. See Chris Mannix tomorrow and Rudy Gobert. You're like Joel Embiid right now. Yeah, but I, and like, how many candidates can you have? I don't know when this became a phenomenon. But I, I don't remember where, you know, during Jordan's playing days that we were going, who's your MVP right now? Now, it did start with, you know, Barkley and Malone with the local media. But I, I would love if, if, if we could find out when we started that momentum for, we got to talk about MVPs every day, every week. Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build equipped engineer to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile. All-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We will talk to you tomorrow. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.